0: The Rainmaker Multiplier On-Demand Series is brought to you by Clarity to Prosperity, a financial training, coaching, and IP development organization led by financial advisors, coaches, and business leaders committed to taking a holistic approach to advising. To learn more about our organization and upcoming training opportunities for financial professionals, visit Clarity2Prosperity.com.
1: Welcome to the podcast for the Rainmaker On Demand series. And I'm really excited about today's topic. This topic is how to gather $100 million of new assets in one year. And Jason Smith and I are going to talk about this. And Jason, you had this amazing vision to create a group of like-minded people that are pushing towards this goal. I, I'm, I think it was wonderful that you created that because it's already... Had massive movement within the firms involved. But what can how'd you come up with this idea?
2: You know, Mary, and thanks. Yeah, thanks for the intro. Uh, I was in my strategic coach class and I was learning about a concept um, that Dan Sullivan had named uh, Who Not How. Mm-hmm. And um, so he you know he's done podcasts and books and everything just like he does about any you know great thinking that he comes about with and and as i sat there you know i realized that we at my firm the jl smith group have some pretty big aspirations and you know of exponential growth and you know we're in a position where we'll bring in like fifty million dollars of new assets, right, in a year. And so okay. um, that's what we'll do. Uh, you know, in in twenty, actually, we'll probably, hopefully, we'll hit our goal of sixty in in two thousand and twenty. And so, um, as I as I thought about the who not how, I realized that you know I only know a couple offices um, that are doing a 100 million of new assets in a year um, okay. in my network of people. And then I only knew of, a, you know, a short list of about eight or 10 others that were really within striking distance of doing that in the next handful of years. Mm-hmm. And so I would consider striking distance of, you know, at least doing 33 million right um you know somewhere in that range of uh you know maybe around 30 or 40 million because at that point you have the capability to you know to to, to grow to that level so as i sat in the class in strategic ocean i'm thinking about this concept of who not how i said you know what i'm not going to kill myself trying to figure out how within the four walls of you know the room at the J.L. Smith Group and my existing team, let's go out and find the whos who have already figured out how, and the other whos that want to figure out how, and let's pull all these great minds together in a collaborative environment that we can help each other, you know, learn how to get there faster. So that 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 it was in my strategic coach class which a lot of my, you know, best thinking comes
1: <laughs> in that class. Which really does take the concept of who, not how to the next level. You know, it's not just who do you need to add to your team. It's who do you need to add resources that can create a, an environment of collective wisdom that everybody can tap into to get to that common goal, which is very cool. And the people that you've you've brought together really have, a massive commitment to exponential
2: growth. Yeah, there's no doubt about it, and it's. I mean, you know, Mary, we just finished up yesterday, so we do a two-day meeting, um, and we meet quarterly. But we do the longer meetings twice a year, and then on a quarterly basis, we piggyback it off of our um, Rainmaker Multiplier Mastermind Group meetings, the Mastermind Collegiums. And so um we just had our two day uh hundred million dollar club meeting that you and I were both part of. And um it is just unbelievable as we reflect back. Is it has it been about a year now? Is
1: that it has right? Been. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And so, you know, when you reflect back of the things that we've accomplished in this collaborative environment, um you know, the the tools and the resources and the, and the additional capabilities that we've been able to mine out of this collaborative environment um, is pretty astounding.
1: Yeah, and, and one of the really cool things was how this went from idea and vision to reality. So the idea was born in your strategic coach class, and then the concept really got home, and, and a club was created, which is called the Hundred dollars and it's a group of very elite producers who are hitting the market. You know, you said earlier, you're already gathering $33 million of new assets a year, but in order to do that, you have to have a strong team already. You have to be operating with a strong process already, and for a lot of advisors, that's where their ambition and goal was, and now there's this other tier of growth and vision ahead of how do you get from that 30 and $40 million level to 100 And then part of the club thinking is, great, once you get to $100 million that you're bringing into your team, how do you develop multiple teams in your firm that are all bringing in $100 million of new assets in one year? <laughs> so it just continues to grow and grow and grow with the vision of what's possible that we've pulled together into this club
2: yeah it's I think a lot of this is you you know when we look at this, you know we identified some challenges up front that we obstacles that we felt were going to hold us back from being able to hit the goal of bringing in a hundred million in new assets in a year, and so you know some of the things were uh having a defined career path and compensation model that is going to attract retain and reward the the talent that we want to develop, um, and again, attract, retain, and reward them uh, within our offices, within our firms. So, you know, I know I've spent hundreds, I, several hundreds of hours over the last year, and that was the one that I really wanted to tackle was the career path and compensation modeling. And so, you know, that was one of them that that we were able to, we spent most of yesterday talking through that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the marketing, right? And one of the things a lot of us are using, um, you know, we're outsourcing our marketing where we're paying, you know, other entities, marketing groups to fill our workshops. And we decided, you know, Hey, some of us, two, one of our offices in particular was successfully doing it on their own. They were consistently filling um workshops um and a lot of them on a consistent basis doing the marketing on their own. So, you know, we sick, you know, we we took our instructional design team at Clarity to Prosperity and we we sick them on the subject matter experts into to uh, um, And Mary, you were a huge part of that because you you were able to duplicate what that office was doing and then led the charge of building that out into a process.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the reality is that in order to grow, you have to be able to market. You, you have to be able to find new clients to bring in new dollars. And while there are a lot of different ways to grow, I think that part of the goal is always to be able to generate these new leads, new clients, cheaper, faster, and more efficiently, and if you can cut the cost of what it, it is, you know, what your spend is every time you're bringing in leads, you can put a seminar for half the cost. If you can fill room for a fourth of the cost, if you can just figure out how to follow a process that delivers consistent results for less cost, you're winning at this game. And by bringing in brains from multiple offices we kind of cracked a code on that of what's working and then said here's the exact step by step way to do it which is super cool because now it's replicatable across all of the firms in the 100 million dollar club
2: yeah i mean by like for example the process that you led the charge in putting together with the instructional design team at, at, at clarity to prosperity now, I, you know, it's a full, robust, step-by-step proven process that works. Mm-hmm. And so that we're paying a lot of money to outsource it to other groups to do. And now, you know, I can turn that over to the people that lead marketing in the JL Smith group and just be like, just follow the process, right? Yeah, and right. so I'm, that's it's huge, right? And from a cost-effective standpoint. No doubt about it, to be able to free up more capital to to invest in marketing, to fill more of the top of the funnel, you know, to get more opportunities to the advisors to hit the, you know, the $100 million goal.
1: So just to kind of put that into perspective, this one thing that we were able to create within our group, the, the numbers and the metrics kind of work like this. It used to be that we were running dinner seminars and to get rooms full and then to get the leads captured for new client work was costing about $10,000 every time that we did a round of seminars to fill a room with 50 people. The next evolution was outsourcing and doing digital um, filling of those seminars with a really great group that a lot of us use. And that was driving cost down to around $5,000. So great efficiency. But then being able to understand how to, to use that information and follow a step-by-step process, you can get the results, fill the same room, now for about $2,500. And so go from $10,000 cost down to $2,500 of cost is obviously a huge savings. Or if you're still willing to spend that same amount of money, now you can run four times the amount of events, bring in four the amount of leads to fill the calendars for advisors to work with new people.
2: So that was a great example. And you know what, one of the things we did the last couple of days, Mary, and, um, you know, is we decided, you know, we created our brand promise, right? At the $100 million mm-hmm. club. And so we call it a brand promise because it's what are we promising to each other that are part of the group? What what's the promise we're making that we're that this group stands for and what we're committed to doing? And then also it's a brand promise of any advisors' offices that might qualify, meaning they at least do they brought in 33 million in the previous 12 months or $2.5 million in revenue. Because mm-hmm. if they have that in revenue, they have the resources to invest if they're willing to make the commitment in, in, in the growth, right, to invest in the growth. And so that's the criteria that we made. But Mary, to talk about what our three brand promises are that we came to. Um, and I learned about brand promise from uh, David Meerman Scott, was the guy I saw speak at the uh, scale up summit. Um, which is uh, uh, Vern Harnish puts on unbelievable conference uh, that used to be called Gazelle. And then uh, they re- rebranded it scale up. But David Meerman Scott is really known as from a marketing standpoint as a as a guru and a thought leader in, in marketing. And uh, he's the one who, who introduced me to the concept of the brand promise and the importance of being really clear on if you have a, 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 a group right and it could be a sub brand underneath your company um, you know of a group of people or an initiative in our case it's the 100 million dollar club what are you promising the to each other and what are you promising to anyone that potentially would be a good fit to the group so um, and you try to and you keep it to three bullet points, point three points, And then no more than three words. And I I believe what he said was two is better than three, but and four is death when it comes to the words. So you want to keep it to, you know, two ideas or or three words. But uh, you want to share what we kind of came up with, Mary?
1: Yeah. and, And I think that they're a perfect fit for our group. And they're very, they're very strong. Like they capture the strength of what's happening within our club. So the first one is exponential growth commitment is purposeful improvement. And the third one is structure to scale. So let's kind of talk about each of those. Um, The exponential growth commitment, I think that exponential means big. It's not just let's double in size or let's grow by 15% a year for the next five years. Exponential means let's really monstrous growth potential out there. And the common part of that really fits well. It's not just a focus on things. It's not just we're talking about this. Everybody in this group has created a really deep level of commitment to putting into place the things that are going to create this exponential growth.
2: Yeah. And I know as you're talking, I'm like, what is the formal definition of exponential? So I went to the interweb and what... <laughs> 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 when I heard the internet, when I came, of an in, of an increase becoming more and more rapid, that's kind of a sucky definition, actually. I'll find a better one while we're talking. So basically, but, um,
1: once, the, once the momentum starts, that the growth happens faster and faster and faster and faster.
2: Yeah. It's almost like a double, double, double versus mm-hmm. like a steady 15, 20% growth, kind of what you said. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of material and research out there that will show that sometimes it's easier to grow in a 10x mode rather than a 2x mode. And so that exponential growth is thinking about something that's possible, that's much bigger than what you create with your current level of resources. And first, you got to have a vision, but then you've got to have the commitment to follow through. And I think that's a key part of it. Is it's big goals, it's dream, dreams, it's exponential vision, a solid commitment to making it happen.
2: Yeah. And so, so and overall, it's that, I mean, listen, you, you don't belong in the group if you're not committed to exponential growth. And and, and, and listen, you know, we had, uh, you know, one of, the, one of the people I talked to uh, about potentially joining the group, Um, as we went through kind of an interview process, well, not kinda, you and I do, you and I both, uh, have interviewed a few people Mm -hmm. and one of the gentlemen that I was interviewing and it never even made it to you for the second round is he actually said, he said, you know, I don't think I really want to grow exponentially. He's like, I'm really happy. He's like, I'd like to make more money. I'd like to grow, but I don't know that I want to put that kind of growth you know on myself or my firm mm-hmm. and it was good because having that like clearly to be able to articulate what this group is really all about you know that guy self-selected him you know that didn't he wasn't right fit for the group
1: right yeah and so i think that has to have that kind common alignment of vision. but i think you also have to have like you said a starting point a foundation that's based in you already have gotten to a certain point, so you have the resources to scale. You have the ability and the team members and the, some, the processes in place that now you can focus on that greater vision. You're not just trying to build to become a well-oiled machine. It's now taking your well-oiled machine to a lot bigger.
2: <laughs> yeah Yep.
1: So the second kind of tenant of the group is this purposeful improvement and what I love about this is um, the word purposeful and so many times you see advisors being very reactive when they're trying to do better in their businesses or they're trying to grow and they implement like a scattershot kind of approach to things or they get distracted by a shiny object and then go chase that for a little while and the whole idea with purposeful improvement is to be very very selective in what things are going to create the most impact and movement forward and focus on improving and fine tuning those.
2: Yeah, in and, and, and well said Mary, you know when i think back when we first started, you know, put the club together is we talked about, you know, very very purposefully, right, we talked about what areas we needed to improve our businesses in order to be able to accomplish this goal, right, and we identified all the obstacles, right, that we were going to have in our way that we were going to need to overcome and create, um, you know, strategies to transfer those obstacles into into opportunities to, to grow, and so when we did that, You know one of the one of the things for example is we identified um just an operating system right and we that we felt like we could all run on and and run our businesses in the most effective way and we ended up you know after doing a a lot of research um i did an incredible amount of research i had come to ironically um it ended up being a guy who's in my strategic coach class by the name of Gino Wickman that came up with EOS, right? He wrote a book, Traction, and came up with EOS. And what's so great about um, EOS and Traction is Gino's mentality to give it all away. I mean, Traction is a procedure manual of how to run EOS. All the tools are out there and available for people to self-implement. Now you can hire an implementer that's like a coach that takes you through a quarterly coaching, or you can self implement on your own. And that's, what's great about it is all the tools and resources are there to self implement on your own. Um, But, but a lot of us have also hired coaches and just by all running on a similar operating system, you know, the, the collaboration in the, in the similar, uh, Language that we're all using is, I think, been really beneficial to the group.
1: I think it has been, too. And I will say that the EOS system has single-handedly changed the way that the leadership in our firm interacts and just carved a path straight towards higher level efficiency. I mean, I don't bother the people in my firm as much that I used to bother with interruptions about my ideas. We have a good way to communicate about them, and we're, we're very selective now about what our goals are every quarter. They call them rocks. We don't overwhelm ourselves or our team with things. And when you can put that kind of structure into place by running on the right operating system like that, then there is massive movement that happens forward. It's just been amazing. Like, that's the biggest game changer, I would say, for me and since we started this club as how that's revolutionized how we're approaching my business.
2: Yeah, there's, no, there's no doubt about it. It, it for me too. It, it is, uh, and it's funny because like another book that, you know, Gino wrote, um, I think co-authored with another, uh, but it talks about, it's called Rocket Fuel. Mm-hmm. And Rocket Fuel, to me, was even more impactful than reading the procedure manual almost of Traction. I mean, Traction got me bought in that I wanted to run on this operating system. But Rocket Fuel was where I had the aha moment of, because you can do an assessment um, of whether you're a visionary or an integrator. And it really came gave me the realization of The success that I've been able to have in business, both in my individual practice, JL Smith Group, as well as C2P Enterprises and the companies that it owns, has become because of the visionary integrator relationship Mm
0: -hmm. that I've
2: had with some key gentlemen, right, Brian in my practice, and then Dave, you know, at the C2P level, but by adopting to the structure that they've clearly outlined of the roles and responsibilities of a visionary versus roles and responsibilities of an integrator. I mean, it's just added so much more structure and clarity as to me understanding and operating in what strategic coach would call my unique ability and then pairing myself up, which I more accidentally been doing before for lack of better words, but now the structure of the relationship of me as the visionary, Brian is the integrator, um, you know, it's JL Smith Group, me as the visionary, Dave is the integrator at C2P, has just brought a whole nother level of efficiency. And in, in me being able to let go and empower them to be the leaders that they have the capability of being.
1: Right. And kind of back to what you said earlier, you know, when we identified what are the challenges that we have to overcome, running your firm in an efficient manner was a huge challenge for offices to overcome. But the next thing that we recognized was also a challenge was how to create the best possible client experience. And so next thing that our club into was, how do we find the resources so that we can develop best practices surrounding that client experience? So Jason, can you speak to that a little bit about what we've done to move forward in that arena?
2: Yeah. And so, um, so I, I attended an MDRT edge conference. Um, that was just amazing. And it was an amazing conference. And one of the speakers there is a certified coach in a in a book in a in a whole program called uh the experience economy and so that's where it really started from is you know just the wave of where the future of business is going services industry right which in financial planning financial advisory wealth management insurance that's a service industry we are in the service industry and it's creating an experience, right? This is how the best companies are really growing and multiplying via, you know, really a referral culture, new introduction, Is 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 honing in on the client experience, and so that that inspired me to then do do a lot of research of like what are the best firms out there that you can engage with that are <clears throat> that are great you know, around the concept of creating, you know, client experience. And it led me to uh, a firm, uh, Duncan, McPhear- Duncan McPherson is the founder, and the Pareto is the name of the, uh, of the firm. And so a handful of us um, uh, have, uh, have started in their coaching program and it's really introducing some fantastic concepts of how to get really clear on your on your ideal client, segment them appropriately, be able to recreate them and ultimately, you know, create a unique client experience that they'll never forget. And especially for like your top level, whatever you call them, your diamond, your triple A clients, you know, creating a client experience that... That really rivals no other firm in your area.
1: Yeah, and I think what's kind of really cool about that is, you know, when when firms are really focused on growth, and sometimes they start to step away from having really good practices around client retention. And so, what what the systems I think has really really shown us is how to continually out of that great focus on client experience so you have high levels of client retention and by doing that it becomes a funnel for new business as well so there's there's multiple benefits layered into it that help towards the growth that we're all striving towards.
2: Yeah. You know what I'm sitting here thinking, Mary, is we should, uh, I should reach out to Gino Wickman for EOS and Duncan McPherson for Pareto. We should interview them on the, this podcast.
1: I think that's um, a great idea.
2: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I'm like, what am I doing? Like we're sitting here probably butchering it, <laughs> I'm trying to explain their stuff and <laughs> we could just get them on here to explain it. So let's, let's do that. But you know, we were talking about you know the three brand promises, right? And you know, the third one really it, it really encapsulates these two programs really well. And why, when we first set out on the hundred billion dollar club, the um, you know the big obstacles we knew we were going to need to overcome. Marketing was one of them. The you know a, a, an operating system that we could run. So it's scalable. And then being able to really have the right structure of how to uh, understand, attract and service your your clients in a way where you can provide that unbelievable client experience to those top clients that you're looking to duplicate. And so at the end of the day, it's the structure, the scale. And that's our third, you know, a bullet point, the exponential exponential growth commitment, the purposeful improvement, number two, and number three, structure to scale. And I feel like that's what EOS has done, especially the concept of the accountability chart and the goal setting around the rocks and having a vision traction organizer, which is like a one-page business plan. I mean, just fantastic tools and structure that I've been able to empower leaders within the companies that have been empowered in a whole different way than they were before. And given all everyone clarity on the vision and then the strategy of how we're going to obtain the vision. So the structure to scale both EOS as well as Pareto, you know, those two programs have really fit well in, in helping us make sure we have that structure to scale up.
1: And I think that's true, but in order to effectively scale, you can not do it with just you as the one advisor or even maybe with yourself as one other advisor. If you really want to scale, you need to bring in and recruit, retain, bring in talent to help as advisors to help with this growth. And that's where our club then, and Jason, with you leading the charge, really went to the next level. And it's very exciting about creating this advisor career path and then determining what are the best compensation models for advisors along that career path. Because one of the biggest challenges to growth is finding, hiring, and training advisors that are going to become the future rainmakers of your business. And in the independent channel, there are not good programs out there to help with that. So that's part of what we've been creating <laughs> to give everybody the structure to scale. Because without that, I think it'd be very difficult to scale.
2: No doubt about it. And you know, Mary, I'll give kudos to you for the the component that you've really doubled your time down on, which is the right fit advisor, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of finding the right advisors to plug into the career path and compensation modeling that that I've been really doubling down my time on b- developing, but really all of these ideas—it's just been—it's been spurred out of the hundred million dollar club of like, how do we have this right structure to scale? And and one thing I'm gonna I'm gonna plug another thought leader here, and uh, because this is where the bulk of all the the, you know, the, the, the guts of the career path and compensation modeling that we've uh, developed has come out of the thinking of Philip Pallaviv. So Philip Pallaviv wrote um, one of the best books I've ever read on practice management. It's called The Ensemble Practice. And so it talks about the future of the financial services industry and the importance of a team approach with what he's coined as an ensemble practice. And so that book, and then what they did, the CFP board hired him for one of the most comprehensive comprehensive studies on career pathing. It's like an 80 page report that you can find out there on on, uh, uh, career pathing. And so they hired the ensemble practice to lead putting that program together. And then Investment News, turned around and, and hired the Ensemble Practice and Philip Pallaveed to do their um, career pathing and compensation study for 2019. And so I, we used a lot of that thinking and those information between the book, the CFP board, career path study, and the compensation study that Investment News did that Philip Pallavide even was involved in all three To build out that program so let's let's add him to the list to see if we can get him on a (laughs) future podcast as well
1: (laughs) yeah and to to boil like to boil down the magnitude of all three of those things that you just said his whole experience with the ensemble practice the cfp study the investment news study basically what we've done is amalgamated that information and then called it to a point that it can become a process for advisors to follow to scale their businesses in a way that can lead towards massive exponential growth. That's what's so exciting about it is thinking is great, but you can only do so much with great thinking. You've got to have a track to run on and that's what we're creating here. No doubt. So I think that you know when we first started this podcast, I said that what we're talking about today is how to gather a hundred million dollars of new assets in one year and i think that the overwhelming answer to that is you have to surround yourself with the like-minded people that have the resources to develop and the commitment to make it happen and collaborate to be able to build structures to help you get there
2: no doubt about it yeah i couldn't have said it better myself So great, com- great conversation today, Mary.
1: <laughs> yeah, thank you, Jason. I, I think this has given people a lot of insight and wisdom into the thinking about not only what challenges are out there they might not have thought about overcoming yet, but how to go about moving in the right direction to do that. So,
2: yeah, you know, if you think about it, in closing, Mary, when when people probably thought about listening to this podcast, they're like, oh, okay, well, they're going to teach me marketing how to get there, right? But I think the underlying story that I hope people got out of this podcast is marketing no doubt is is a huge component of it but you have to have your house in order first, right? You have to have the structure to be able to scale. You have to be committed to that exponential growth and you have to have purposeful improvement around those areas that are going to give you the ability to reach that goal and then surround yourself with that collaborative environment that you've referenced
1: exactly well thanks jason thanks for taking time today and sharing your thoughts and insights on this and and thanks everybody for listening to our podcast
0: the rainmaker multiplier on demand series is brought to you by clarity to prosperity A financial training, coaching, and IP development organization led by financial advisors, coaches, and business leaders committed to taking a holistic approach to advising. To learn more about our organization and upcoming training opportunities for financial professionals, visit ClarityToProsperity.com.